0: And now jalen and jacoby what up true better worry about my posse getting jumped. cuz if we ever do yo tb pop the trunk cuz we make a pop the trunk and hit the street i'm stupid out pop the trunk do give me up for boat boat he is jalen rose what up
1: though i'm david jobson
0: and on the cool check in center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style.
1: We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We get a
0: people. What
1: they want. Very special day here on Jalen and Jacoby. Jawan Howard has been hired as the head coach. What a time of the Michigan's
0: a basketball team. And it wasn't that. I didn't appreciate Tommy Amaker and my brother Mike Jackson from Detroit bringing me back to campus. Appreciated John Beeline and my brother Bakari Alexander bringing me back to campus. But it's nothing like when a prodigal son gets hired to do the job. Mm. It's different than having a great coach. Let me give you an example. John Calipari is an amazing Hall of Fame coach. What he did at Memphis is awesome. Having Penny Hardaway is just different. Yeah, yeah. It ain't only about wins and losses. Yeah, yeah. It's about also influencing the community. Appreciate because you. hiring Jawan does something else that's not going to appear on the scoreboard. It's going to unite the Fab Five. And you know what we're going to be doing? Giving back to the community.
1: I'm so excited for
0: y'all. That's what we're going to be doing. We we're get- going to be influencing people in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. What does this mean for you? There are a lot of different levels. Um, if you want to start with what does it mean for me, I feel like the hatchet has officially been buried. I didn't realize that I was still carrying a 25-year burden of feeling tolerated by the University of Michigan and vice versa, not necessarily fully embracing the fact that there's been some turbulence in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And this officially allowed me to feel free and let it go. T. Grizzly has a song called First Day Out. That's truly how I felt. It's, like, so so uplifting. And I'm really happy for the university because they got the best candidate. I want to shout the athletic director, president, the board. There's so many people went into making this happen. Shout out! What it means for me is that a hometown kid that just so happens to be an alum and a donor can fall in love without any hiccups with the school that he went to at college and just so happened to be a member of the
1: Fab Five. So what has been the source of tension between this group, Fab Five, the most famous basketball team to ever attend Michigan, and the university itself?
0: So the rub isn't that we didn't feel respected or loved. As a native, of course, I believe maize and blue. But there is an emptiness when you go into the arena and it's like nothing that we helped accomplish exists. It's like our names weren't anywhere, our pictures weren't anywhere for a while, clearly the banners weren't there. Mm-hmm. And as somebody that is also a donor and an alum and a former player, it almost was like a gut punch a little bit. But you kind of try to ignore it and be professional, be an adult, um, get by it. I remember standing there with students from JRLA and then standing there with students that have a scholarship endowment in my name, and I'm at Michigan, but at a time, they weren't even acknowledging me. Mm. And then I thought about something. While I love John Beeline, shout to the amazing job he did for help putting the program back on the map. There's no way that We knew that he was leaving. Mm -hmm. So I don't want people to confuse us and having a level of enthusiasm for them bringing back a prodigal son versus not appreciating us having a great coach. Of course. But it is different. Somebody that's played in the uniform. It it, it is different. And John Pelon didn't get fired. He got upgraded. Yeah, he left. Okay, he got a five-year deal, probably paying him $5 million to coach basketball. So what he did in Ann Arbor, he's getting rewarded for by the Cavs. What Jawan did in a planting seed in 2013 as a an assistant head coach, former championship player, somebody that did so much for the University of Michigan, for them to look at themselves, that's the biggest thing I appreciate. The University of Michigan looked itself in the mirror and saw its flaws. Yeah. Mm. And part of that was the Fab Five's legacy. Yeah. And you know what they did? They embraced it. Do they you said, think, we're going to let it go.
1: Do you think this will lead to the banners going up in, in the arena?
0: To be honest, I probably shouldn't say this. I don't even care about the banners no more. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry, sir. I saw the 30 for 30 that you directed about the Fab Five, and it started with a shot of the banners. And it finished with a shot of the banners. You I don't didn't even, say you I, don't care.
0: I don't even care about you the You just banners talked tomorrow. about going to the arena and not seeing yourself celebrated. That's before my brother got the job. Once you give Jawan Howard the job, you won't hear a negative word from Jalen Rose. I've been to two or three basketball games in the last 20 years. I'm going to probably do that in the first week of the season this year. It's going to be a major difference. And I want to make sure I give a promise to the people who love the amazing blue the way I do for the people that love the city of Detroit the state of Michigan the way I do and how about this for the people that love the Fab Five there won't be any discord there won't be any disrespect we're not going to be acting like heathens and not getting along when our brother Jawan Howard is the face of the, the program that is not going to happen so
1: Jalen obviously the main tension amongst the Fab Five is between you and Chris Weber.
0: Same thing. Same thing. I, I, to, I, When Jawan Howard got anointed the coach at Michigan, I got baptized. I truly did. Any bad feelings I had about the banners not being up, if they go back up, great. If they don't, great. But me and my brother, we're going to be 100. We're not going to distract from Jawan's opportunity. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there to support him. Whatever he needs, we're gonna be one call away. Cause it's about him. It's about the players. It's about the school. And we're just a part of that. We're subtexts of that. We're not the main story. And another thing I want to give a shout out to, shout to Ray Jackson. Shout to Jimmy King. Yep. This is for them. Shout out. I get a chance to express myself. I made big money in the NBA. So does Chris Weber. So does Jawan Howard. They get lost in the sauce a lot. This is for them. This is a win for them. A victory that all that they sacrifice to be members of the Fab Five can now be reincarnated through Jawan as the head coach and the influence that we're not going to have to support him as alums.
1: Are we going to see the Fab Five together in a Michigan yes, basketball game this year? no doubt.
0: It would be blasphemous. Standing side by side. It, it would be blasphemous for us to be walking the face of the earth and not see eye to eye. See, the one thing about us is we weren't just teammates. We're brothers. And you can fall out with family and not talk for a year, not talk for five years, but guess what? You're still family. Yep. yep. And at some point, everybody got to get over what, what the L's were. And I realized last night, part of the L's in the relationship overall, and you know this because we've talked about this on and off wax, it was a level of defense that everybody had to protect their own backside based on all of the things that transpired. Of course. And so now that's over. That's over. It's it's buried. It's over.
1: Have you spoken to Chris Webber since Juwan Phys- was hired? Physically,
0: no. We have a text chain that four of us was responding to for years. Mm-hmm. Over the last handful of months, Five of us have been responding. And I'm going to just say this because I'm feeling really good about this. Good. Before Jawan Howard got the job, before he got the job, because I want people to know that this is bigger than Michigan, and I want to also show Jawan's leadership, okay? The first person to sign his letter of intent who actually went on to recruit the other four members of the Fab Five. Say that again
1: because that gets lost a
0: lot. The first member to sign his letter of intent who went on along with Steve Fisher, shout out, shout out, along with Brian Dutcher, and this guy got validated by John b to go on and recruit the rest of us. Jawan was always the adult in the room, okay? I would say, see, webb well, had the charisma. Jawan had the character. I probably was the loose cannon. Ray Jackson was the best athlete, and Jimmy was just Sky King, mm-hmm. Okay. When that group took place, even if you look at a... Pit, there's a video I just saw early when we were all doing the an interview and we all were huddled up. That was Jawan sitting in the middle pulling us together. I look back at a video where we were at the Final Four game and it was four of us sitting there at the time and I'm talking, doing what I'm doing. Jawan tapped me like, yo, you need to be paying attention to that. <laughs> that That's who he is. Jawan, while I was the captain... Jawan is the anchor, the rock, okay? Him being the head coach of the University of Michigan trumps everything. Trumps any dysfunction, trumps any beef, trumps anything about the banners, trumps anything about people getting their number retired. It trumps me caring about being in the Collegiate Hall of Fame as an individual or the Fab Five. None of that matters no more. I've been baptized. I'm faithfully wearing my maize in blue, and I'm going to be as many games and many practices as, I pos- as possible to support the program.
1: Jalen Rose, you know where this is all leading, right? Where? Statue of the Fab Five. <laughs> I'm going I'm you know to take my own money, and I'm going to hire an artist just to get the, the design started. It's not going to be this year. It's not going
0: to be next year, but there will be a statue of the Fab Five on that campus. And i got to say one more thing. Props to the University of Michigan for allowing this reunion, as I call it, resurgence happening without a tragedy taking place. Mm. Because normally that's when people reunite. I'm glad that didn't have to happen. Exactly. Well, let's get a people down. to give the people, people with
1: If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your credit card every month and you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you really don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate all of your debt to pay off your credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, over 12 years, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed rate personal loans. No trips to the bank, no high interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account. In as little as a few days, Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Right now, go to LendingClub.com slash J&J. That's LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. You can check your rate in just minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash J&J. LendingClub.com slash J&J. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Jalen Rose. Nick's team president Steve Mills was speaking at an event, and the topic of Kristaps Porzingis came up, and he dropped some interesting information. Let's listen.
0: When he walked into our office, my office, and Scott was sitting there with me, and Point Blank said to us, "I don't want to be here. I'm not going to resign with the Knicks, and I'm going to give you seven days to to trade me or go back to the Go back to Europe, you know. So, fortunately for us. Through that process that we talked about starting September, we had a number of deals lined up and we could start to trade call as soon as out
1: office. So essentially what he said was Chris Asperzingis came to him in the front office and said, if you don't trade me in seven days, I will go back to Europe and play there. I do not want to play for the Knicks. Jalen, this is really interesting to me. I mean he put an ultimatum to his own team's front office, put a clock on it,
0: and forced himself out of town. But let me give you a boss move. You're a really talented player, Chris Stapps. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say this into a microphone because it's going to be true. He's going to be one of three or four players next year that average 20 points in two blocks. Really talented. Yep. Got game. But if you don't want to be here, we're going to move you right now. That's how I do things, too. Because... That means you're not going to resign. That means you're not going to be invested. You already was injured and wasn't coming to the games, so I can't build around you and make you the leader. So if you want to move, you ain't even got to wait seven days. I'm going to do it while the iron's still hot. I'm going to do it while your value's still the highest, and I'm going to move you while you're hurt. And they did it. And they did, and they didn't get that much in return. Nope. sorry. Right. I mean, Wes Matthews, is not
1: on the team anymore. Doesn't look like, you know, Jordan's probably not going to stay. They got, you know, they got Smith, but to me— It's just interesting that in today's day and age, you see so much more player empowerment through requesting trades. Look at Anthony Davis for saying, you know what? I'm not going to re-sign. You can trade me to wherever, but I'm not going to re-sign there. So you can kind of like navigate your own way. Do you think this is another example of players now having more power than they used to in the NBA?
0: football is going to be a Le'Veon Bell rule for the franchise tag, we saw... How Paul George wanted to go to L.A., they ended up trading him to OKC, and he stayed. Mm -hmm. So now it gives courage to Masai Ujiri to bring in Kawhi for one year, to Elton Brand to bring in Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler for one year. That has changed in the game. No more than the back-to-back reigning finals MVP is considered one of the best players in the game. We're already saying it as a foregone conclusion that he wants to probably lead the best team. The team that could win three straight we championships. Have just, we just have not seen this level of movement. Nope. And it's controlled by the players. And when you have that opportunity, you should take advantage of controlling your own destiny. Well, the NBA has
1: released their all-defensive team, their first and second teams for all defense. And it's a curious list. If you take a look at the first and second team, doesn't it feel like
0: the second team... It's better than the first team defensively. So I'm a voter as well, and the NBA does itself a disservice by not acknowledging these awards right after the regular season. Yep. Because what ends up happening is, as soon as the first round happens, that's almost the equivalent of five seasons. Yep, It's yep. the playoffs. And everybody watches, too. People are going to pay attention with a magnifying glass everything that happens in the first round. So if you played the 82 games, you could have been defensive player of the year. But if you struggled in the first round and you struggled in the second round, everybody forgets about. You. everybody's going to forget about that. So how the NBA can remedy this is give out the awards right as the season ends. Yeah. So then you can remember, okay, Kawhi was second team probably because he missed a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Okay, it kind of makes sense. Joel Embiid, okay, was he first or was he second? Could go either way. Probably give Rudy Gobert the nod, like that type of thing. You can hash out. I didn't vote for Eric Bledsoe to be first team. That was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. But for the most part, Paul George, we know how he played during the and regular. You also year. look at a playoff performance like Pat
1: Beverly's against Kevin Durant, and then you're like, well, he didn't. He didn't get on the second team. But again, that's a lot of it has to do with the playoff performance, not necessarily the regular season performance.
0: It's not that hard, though. By the way, we've talked about this. We love Adam Silver. He loves our show. He he, He watches every day. This is his favorite show. He listens to the podcast after he watches the show. No doubt about it. He's done a terrific job of revising a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. Like what he did with the lottery, boom, Change it that fast. It's going to look a lot different now that the odds are the same. And the top three teams didn't get a top two pick. Nick's sons or Nick's, yep. now that can quell tanking in a lot of ways. The same exact thing for this. If you want us to appreciate the journey of the regular season, give the award you at the end to. of the regular season. You got to. But I don't like this idea, and I was just on first tech and Max Max and Molly were floating this idea that it should only be one award. So instead of giving a regular season MVP, which the player of the year is. In a finals MVP, just give one award. No. I think it should be two separate. No. no. Like they're currently doing it. They just gotta announce it a lot earlier.
1: Yeah. Jalen, it's a big day for you today, and we're so happy to have you here. So it's with caution that I will introduce the Don't Get Fired Topic of the Day. And now, the Don't Get Fired
0: Topic of the Day. See, y'all can put that up there now, because if y'all fire me, I'm to work for Michigan. <laughs> Don't play. I don't care if I had to be the fifth assistant. I don't care if I had to be the scout. I don't care if I had to be the water boy. They'll let me do something. So y'all can fire me now. Don't get too comfortable. Just because you have a backup in place, don't get too comfortable, okay? Because this is a story
1: that we've been covering extensively here on Jalen and Jacoby. There are some topics that we cover more than anybody else in sports or news. And. The Harriet Tubman 20s is one of them. They were scheduled to redesign the $20 bill to feature Harriet Tubman in 2020. Well, the Treasury Secretary has come out and announced that it has been delayed. It's been postponed until 2028. Remember, don't get fired. What do you think about this news?
0: I want young people to continue to pay attention to the history of this country. And while we've come a long way, and still have so very far to go, there are certain people in our history that deserve this level of acclaim, deserve to be featured on a $20 bill mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. especially one that was born into slavery, was an abolitionist, and took the chance to not only free themselves, but basically go back and free tons of people after that Mm -hmm. that's what Harriet Tubman represented because let me tell you something about me I love you very much love you too buddy but if I escape slavery I might not come back to get you (laughs) I might not be coming back to get you like for real for real She had, like, an underground railroad and all type of stuff. This is a long
1: overdue recognition. This is long overdue. And she might not be recognized on the $20 bill, but she will always, always be celebrated and recognized here in the Jalen and Jacoby studio. It happened again. And it seems like it happens every single day now. Kevin Durant's in the comments, going back and forth with somebody on social media. And this time it's Chris Broussard. And they had this little back and forth about whether or not they talk or text and whether it's a, they have each other's phone numbers and whether this DM is a text or whatever. And you know, you could see the back and forth. And clearly they had communicated, but they communicated via DM instead of text. But my question for you is bigger than the back and forth between him and Chris Broussard. It's more why does KD
0: do this? Like why does why does he look for this? Why does he make these things public? A few things. One He never truly got the validation that he felt that he would get from the public once he joined the Golden State Warriors and won the championship. Mm -hmm. He's already come out and acknowledged that it didn't make him as happy as he thought that it would. He understands that the conversation behind his name is he wouldn't jumped on their bandwagon. He wants to defend that narrative. And he tries to take up every argument he can to do so whether it's using a burner account or now using his own account. You would think somebody as successful as he is wouldn't find the energy to respond to somebody that has 155 followers. But he continues to be in the comments, consume all of that negative energy. And then he puts himself in a position to respond where you hope that he will be big enough to not respond and ignore it. Now I'm all for athletes clapping back I I am too This this is different to me Clapping back is Somebody says something like Calls you a name Or assassinates your character And it's not true Therefore you respond If what the people are saying May be true You probably shouldn't shouldn't respond.
1: Respond. So, Jalen, I'm going to defend Kevin Durant for a second. Okay. As someone who has criticized Kevin Durant for his social media habits right here in this room into this microphone, I just want to say one thing. We celebrate 50 Cent when he clowns somebody on social media, right? We laugh at it. He owes somebody money. You know, somebody owes him money. He clowns him. We celebrate the way that he uses social media to call people out. Yet, we criticize Kevin Durant for doing something very similar. Maybe Kevin Durant's just setting the standard, saying, look, if you're going to use my name in a sentence, and you're going to speak about me, I'm going to call you out in the public. I got you. Like, what's wrong with that? I got you. I want to ride for Kevin Durant for a second. He's
0: just calling people out that he feels like needed to be called out. What? 50 Cent and KD are vastly different on how they approach it, and I'm going to tell you how. 50 Cent comes from a position of strength. He's the aggressor. Yep. Kevin Durant comes from a position of weakness. He's responding. It's way different how they approach it. 50 is putting the information out there. Kevin Durant is reading the information and responding to it. It's way different. 50 don't show no level of sensitivity. No. Nope. Or emotion. Do you, think,
1: do you think Kevin Durant's being sensitive? Yes. What if he sees something, doesn't agree with it, and just decides to voice his opinion?
0: What's sensitive about that? Okay, let me tell you what's sensitive. Chris Bessard ain't lying. No, he's not. Okay, Chris Bassard ain't lying. No. Nope. He's not lying. When the last time you went back and forth with somebody for two or three hours? Never a clock. On any platform. Never, ever a clock. Okay. Never. Via text. Via DM, via... When have you done that? Right. Never. Okay, so if you do that with somebody, why come out publicly and lie about it? Here's why. You're being sensitive. He called you out. You felt like... let me... News flash for people to see us talk about sports for a living. It's our job to praise you when you do well. And we do it. Of course. It's our job also to be critical of you when you don't do so very well or something happened that needs to be questioned. All Chris Bessard was doing was talking about something that happened professionally. He wasn't sitting in the back of an Uber trying to get an aha moment. No. This information is out there. He gets paid to talk about sports on television. He expressed his opinion. KD didn't like it. He responded to the post. And they keep going back and forth. When we know if a guy says he got 60 back and forth with you, he ain't lying. He's
1: not lying about that. One thing that's so interesting about Kevin Durant and where his head is at right now is, you remember before he strained his calf, he was the best player on the planet. We were saying he was the best player on the planet before he strained his calf. Then he gets hurt. The Warriors win four or five games. And now all of a sudden... Are the Warriors better without KD? Just think, put yourself in his shoes for a second. He's like, wait a second. I was the best player on the planet six days ago. And now it's, am, am, am I hurting the Warriors?
0: That's how life works. In the blink of an eye, things change. And how about this? When he was averaging 35 points a game, and when we were calling him the best player in the game, I personally was like, if I could build around anybody, it would be KD. KD. I still feel like that. Yep. Was he responding to comments when we were saying that? Nope. Okay. That's the distinction I want to make. He ain't hitting people like thanks for the love, appreciate nope. the shot. No, nope. nope. But when you say something negative, he'll hit you real quick. Then he hit you real quick.
1: Well, he's being sensitive, and someone else is being sensitive in the playoffs right now. You need a man, gentleman by the name of uh, Coach With Bud. He was speaking about, I don't know, the Raptors, the experience in Toronto, and his focus turned to Drake. Let's listen to Coach Bud. There's certainly no place for for fans and, you know, whatever it is exactly that that Drake is for the Toronto Raptors to be on the court. There's boundaries and lines for a reason, and the league is is usually pretty good about being on top of stuff like that.
0: He threw shade. You worried about Drake? He threw shade. You worried about Drake? Here's where it came from with the sensitivity. I don't know what he does with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta straighten people out with this dynamic. Take it from somebody that lived in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw Drake on the come up, him and Janelle Monet performing in a basement at a restaurant, trying to get their names out there. Now all of a sudden they become two of the biggest stars in the game and what they do. Drake ain't a fan. He's an ambassador. Mm -hmm. That's way different. Okay. The team cuts him a check to support them. They cut him a check to design uniforms. If you've ever been to the game in Toronto, there's a club called OVO. Their training facility is the OVO training facility. Okay. So just think about that. So this ain't just some guy that... Bought some tickets and he's there to troll the Milwaukee Bucks. He has a vested interest in what they do. The only team that plays in that country. But you tell me,
1: what is his behavior that's, that needs to stop? What is he doing wrong? Was he talking to the opposing team? Was he, was he getting, he's getting happy when they win and sad when they lose. Like, I don't understand what needs to stop. What are the
0: boundaries that need to be drawn? Here's what it is. It's just like doing this job. I got it. It just came to me. Wusaka. It just just came to me what it is. It just came to me what it is. It's like being a player working in the media. People assume that you're going to always talk positive about the player, and you do. But the player never says anything, even thank you. But then the player does something questionable, and you challenge the player, or you say something negative about the player, then they want to clap back. Of course. People love Drake and love his music. So they think because they're playing against the Raptors that he going to give them a pass. But he's not. No. He's a fan. <laughs> when I'm a, when I'm a fan of a team, I yell at the opposing Correct. team. But they think because they're fans of his and they buy his music that he shouldn't now support his team. He's not doing anything abusive. He's not he's not doing anything vulgar. He's not doing anything. He cheers when they score baskets. That's what he does. And he sits down and he takes his medicine when they lose. It's like nothing. he's had to do the last couple of seasons. In he the didn't playoffs. even go to game seven because he didn't want those problems. And you notice he's doing this in Toronto. He ain't going to
1: Milwaukee. No. And then when game six, <laughs> he's gonna be right there doing it again, wearing a louder shirt I and being it. even louder. I love it. He can give everybody back for us. I love it. Shout out to Drizzy. Big shout, shout to Drake. Shout out. Not everything in the world of sports and pop culture is worth discussing. So we have a segment called Keep It Moving. Jalen, if keep you want to talk it about it the topic, it you it say hit the brakes. If not, be you and Method Man jump in the minivan and keep
0: it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? So we're not going to force LeBron James topics? Nope. Or Dallas Cowboy topics? Nope. Let's get it.
1: The NFL is considering changing some rules. Keep it moving or hit
0: the brakes. When do they play a meaningful football game?
1: September? Mm, keep three, it moving. Three months.
0: Keep, keep it moving. moving. We're not going to force a football we topic. We keep it moving. We keep it moving.
1: Chris Long made it seem really easy to pass a marijuana test in the NFL, keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. We'll hit the brakes on this one. Chris Long was on the Dan Patrick Show discussing his time in the NFL. Let's just listen to Chris. Players know when the test
0: is. We can stop, um, and in that month or two that you stop, um, you're going to reach for the sleeping pills. You're going to reach for the the painkillers. You're going to reach for you know the bottle a little bit more on the weekend. You're going to have a few more drinks and. A few turns into a few too many. And if you're serious about players not smoking, you know, you'd be testing more often. I hope they go the opposite direction.
1: So there's a couple things there. Number one,
0: the players know when you're going to test. They just know when the test is. There's a prearranged date for the test. Well, it's not that it's prearranged. What ends up happening is it usually happens before, like, your mandatory training camp in football and in the NBA. That period of time used to be around October 1st. So people that smoked just didn't smoke in September. passed the test, and then you smoke all I mean, season. Backing up. He makes a good point. Like, it doesn't seem like they're serious
1: about testing for it. Because if they were serious about testing for it, then they would test more often and test randomly.
0: That's why it's mind-numbing when you see somebody that not only gets caught, that shows it's not only their first offense, but also that they might be an addict, because they understand that they're going to be punished. <laughs> they can't make it through September. By failing the test. <laughs> like you can't make it through September? Come on, man. It's just a month. <laughs> just a few weeks. Come on.
1: <laughs> Next, John Wall may not have been a wizard if he wasn't injured. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Brian Scalabrini, big shout out to Brian Scalabrini, said that a deal wasn't oh, in it place. Brian Scalabrini, keep it moving. <laughs> come on. Keep it Don't moving. Don't do that to the... Keep it moving. Come on, can't do that keep to moving. the White mama. Keep it moving. He, All right.
0: I'll, he piggybacking people nicknames. <laughs> we be moving, you know we Keep it moving.
1: <laughs> I have news about the Notorious B.I.G. Hit
0: the brakes. Okay, that's what we'll hit the brakes on.
1: It is not a statue outside of Barclays, which we will continue to fight for. We will. But... The intersection of St. James and Fulton, close to where I used to live, they will now put up a sign that calls it Christopher Notorious B.I.G. Wallace Way. Jalen, we have the Wu-Tang District in Staten Island, mm-hmm. and now we have the Notorious B.I.G. Street in Brooklyn. Which street sign should I steal first? <laughs>
0: I think you should steal the Wu-Tang one. I know the Wu Tang one's good. It the was reason good in the studio. why is because it was a good in the studio. You know, like Oskino and Sparks, and I always say this: people say, Don't bring flowers to the funeral if you didn't bring soup when I was sick. Mm. And the Wu is still here, other than ODB for the most part, to enjoy. It. Nipsey had to untimely pass away, and so did Biggie to get this honor. And I say all that to say, show appreciation for those that you honor while they're here.
1: It's a really good point. Next, I have news about Danny DeVito. Keep it moving or hit the brakes? Hit the brakes. First, do you know who Danny DeVito is? Yeah, from Taxi. Perfect. There's a petition online where thousands of people have signed to have Danny DeVito replace Hugh Jackman in the role of Wolverine. Do you want to see Danny DeVito as Wolverine? No.
0: Come on. He must have a 1,000 people that's in in his family. (laughs) That that role is much better for the Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. No. No, 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 no. Finally, Jalen, I have a very easy way for you to get a free, absolutely
1: free Amazon gift card. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Free. In various locations around this very city, the island of Manhattan, you can go there and you can get a free... Amazon gift card. All you have to do is have your body 3D scanned. They're doing a research on the different types of body types. Would you get your body 3D scanned for a free Amazon gift card? No,
0: that ain't enough money to be doing all of that scanning. And I want to have Amazon take some advice from my brother, from another mother, the legendary Ice-T. Oh, what's that? It's that if you're going to have normal people doing your deliveries – they probably should have some sort Something. of signature gear on. Yes. As opposed to just pulling up at your career, walking up to the front door looking like civilians. Yep. Because in Ice T's case, that almost got somebody shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that's my advice for Amazon. Can they get a uniform? Why do you think they're scanning all these people, Jalen? I think I think that's a precursor to control in our country.
1: That's you know what I'm not doing? I don't want twenty three and me. I'm not, I'm not giving up my DNA to send out to somebody so they can send back, you know, just how white I am. I'm good. I think that's a
0: way to control the populace.
1: I don't want any of that. You know what else I'm not doing? I'm not letting my phone scan my face to no. unlock my face. No. You're not gonna have my face scan, you're not gonna no. have my, my 3D no. body scan, you're not gonna have no. my DNA. I'm good on all no. that. I don't even want to give you my fingerprint. No. Do you have Alexa? I do. You have Alexa in your house? You know they're listening to you at all times. You know that every single word that you say in your house is being recorded and listened to and surveilled. Even if you you unplugged? You let the government inside your home. You know that, right? You know it's not just Alexa listening to you. It's everybody listening to you. Every single thing you said in your home is not private.
0: (sighs) I didn't realize that. Even if it's unplugged? Like a parakeet? I think so. Wow. Alexa going in the garbage today. Alexa going in the garbage. It's a shame what happened to sorry, Al. Sorry, what happened to Alexa? <laughs> he moving,
1: you know Lexi. Jalen <sighs> Rose, huge game. Five tonight in Milwaukee. The first two in Milwaukee went one way, and then the second two in Toronto went the other way. What do you think the key is tonight for the Raptors to pull off up an upset? Shout to my
0: uncle Chuck D. He once said, Pieces. In one big chess game. Yeah! Here's what I think they should do. Okay. Put Malcolm Brogdon in the starting lineup. Mm. So if you see it at the bottom on the screen, you're going to be like, oh, okay, Jalen talked about that earlier. And not that Miritich, for example, has been playing bad, but I think it just gives them a level of balance in their backcourt. It's going to unlock Eric Bledsoe, who's really struggling in this series. Really struggling. As a tandem, I think that would give him an opportunity to get going because he play on and off the ball. Gives some more slashing opportunities. Plays a little bit faster. Get him out in transition. Yeah. I think that should be a chess move. Also, with that, a Brogdon who's a knockdown shooter just like Miritich, but he's a better driver and finisher at the hoop. Yep. This creates space for Giannis, but also every now and then people that can create and give him a layup. Give him a
1: some. Yeah, someone else draw some attention from the defense.
0: No doubt about
1: it. In the last game, Giannis played well. Middleton played well. There was just no one else. And Brogdon can score a lot. And also, you haven't mentioned this, he's a great defender. Yes. Brogdon is a great defender. So he can help limit some of those power buckets and things like that.
0: And it was good to see Middleton have a 30-point game. George Hill has been playing really well in this series. So I think you're going to see a rejuvenated... Milwaukee Bucks team—they got humbled when they went to Toronto for two games. Especially when you see Kawhi Leonard limping up and down the floor, mm-hmm. and the way Mark Gasol performed in Game Three—you got to give Pascal Siakam a lot of credit. Fred VanVleet had a had a son, and now he found his buckets again. It's real life out here in these streets. <laughs> yeah. So Milwaukee playing on their home floor—I think they have a level of resurgence that they're going to. Have a sense of urgency to perform well. How? What's the roadmap for a Raptors upset? The roadmap for the Raptors upset? You ready for this? What's that? Win game five. Yeah. They need this one right? to win the series. Game you, seven in Milwaukee you you, ain't have it. You snatch game five. Drake will get you game six. Let, let me tell you something that you never hear me say because it's not true. I hate this so much, and I don't use that term a lot. Maybe you should retire the word I, I dislike it so much. The series doesn't start until the home team loses. So the home <laughs> team loses a game. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't true. Let me tell you why. Because the home team can hold service, win the series. Yeah. So that's what makes that irrelevant. I don't have to win on a road to win the series. So you can't say it ain't a series until somebody wins on the other team's home floor. It's just dumb. Because it be over. I don't know if you've heard the news yet. Juwan Howard is the head coach of the Michigan Big Wolverines
1: no. basketball team. Jalen, I'm so excited for the Michigan program. I'm so excited for Juan, And I'm so excited for what this means for the Fab Five. When you
0: first found out, when you first got the call, what went through your mind? I did the George Jefferson around the bedroom. Just jumped all around screaming in circles. Or like Isaiah Thomas when he got an and one. Just how those guys were turning in circles with enthusiasm. I went and bought a double bottle of red wine. A double up, bottle? Yeah. A double bottle? No doubt. Good for you. No doubt. Even warmed up some hot sake. In the microwave. You know what I'm saying? When woke up the wife. She's like, I don't care. Yeah, and that, be, but you know, <laughs> I'm happy for but, you. But honey, I, I want to go I back would, to sleep. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wasn't trying to have her go back to sleep. I was trying to keep her up for a little while. Good. You know? I was that enthusiastic. But in all honesty, I was happy for him. So much talk is gonna be like what it means for the Michigan, what it means for the Fat Five. How about somebody that's been honing their craft? that did all of the necessary sacrifice to put themselves in position, that when opportunity came, he was ready. He was already interviewing for NBA coaches. Mm -hmm. He was already making his sacrifices on Eric Spolster's staff. He's already been coaching summer league. He's already been interviewing for NBA jobs. Nobody knew that John Beline was going to get a raise and get an opportunity to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But since it happened, he became a legitimate candidate. And I applaud the University of Michigan for stepping up to the plate and, in my opinion, hiring the right person at the right time for a story opportunity in Ann Arbor. What type of person? What type of person is John Howard? The adult in the room. The opposite of me. Okay. The opposite that, that, of me. That, that's good for him then. Yeah, the opposite of I feel even me. better about Michigan's yeah, chances now. When, when, when it was time to go to the dorm and study and go to bed and get a good night's sleep because we had a game tomorrow, I was walking to the dorm and walking out of the back door. <laughs> Okay, Jawan was the guy that was disciplined. He was responsible. He was always where he needed to be when he needed to be there, and I always respected him for that. Make sure you rate and review our podcast
1: on iTunes. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you tweet at ESPN and tell them how much you love the Jalen and Jacoby show. We need all of your support. We will be back tomorrow, breaking down, game five in Milwaukee, more on Jawan Howard at Michigan, and much more. Why is that, Karris? Done. We're not done. Got to give the people. Now, give people what
0: they want. They're my little guys. I love you. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>